104.7 Adelaide's at Triple M. This is the Dead Set Legends, Tom Rockliffe, Cal Ferguson, and Tom Owen. And if you miss any of their show as well, make cool, sure you yeah. download the podcast on the Lister app, L-I-S-A-T and uh, Jay-Z Clark, not too far away. But, Rock, uh, the buy has come for the Adelaide Crows, and now Port Adelaide have played their game already this round. So they're off, uh, probably tanning themselves up in Noosa. That's it. So you've decided to do a little bit of a mid-season review. Yeah, they're actually all up on the Gold Coast, and none of them sent, sent me a message. They were five, me, five minutes from my house and didn't get a message. I'm no, playing Gold Coast yeah. today, so... That probably says a lot. Says a lot. <laughs> says a lot about me, doesn't it? But mm. uh, let's start with the Adelaide Crows. They're, they've been um, sensational, realistic. Oh, not sensational. That's probably an over-exaggeration. They've been mm. solid in their performances this year. The big concern, clearly, is when they're on the road at the moment. Yeah. They, they can't win on the road. The only time they did win, they fell in against Hawthorne and probably shouldn't. Sisley taking himself off the ground. But the forward forward half of that ground is where their weapons are. There's no doubt about that. You, you look across across the board, Taylor Walker, Isaac Rankin, Fogarty, uh, Rochelle, they just they've got a really good mix. And then you're adding keys who we were crying out for for a couple of years to go and play that mm. defensive forward role. So team system wise, it's starting to stack up um, a, a lot better. Big injury concern with the key defender, Duday, going down. He was obviously mm-hmm. going to miss miss the rest of the season with that ACL. So how how do they respond after that? Hard to get a gauge in their last game. I mean, they took on West Coast, who anyone could beat at the moment. It's just um, not not going that well. But their their form's been really good. And finals are a really realistic possibility now. They sit seventh on the ladder at the moment, and there's no reason why they're back after the season. They can't continue on with that momentum. Uh, they've they've got some certainly winnable games coming out of the bye. A great challenge straight away against Collingwood, which you, you probably wouldn't expect them to win that game. But then they've got North Melbourne, Essendon, Giants. So it can build a bit of momentum. Another showdown back half of the year. But I think Matty Nix would be sitting there pretty happy with how the team's operated so far in the first half of the season. Strong through the midfield. And, and they're probably improved again from where they were the previous year. So you talk about their next four coming out of the bye here, Pig. Like you said, so Collingwood away, MCG, huge test, North at home, Essendon at Marvel, so away, mm. and then GWS at home. Are we saying three out of four's pass mark there? Like with what they've done early or two out, of t- uh, two out of four? What do you think? I think if they want to cement their spot in the finals, they've got to win three out of those four. Yep, I agree. So I expect Collingwood to beat them. Yep. I expect them to beat North Melbourne. If they want to play finals, they have to beat Essendon mm. at Marvel Stadium. Then Giants at home, because then you look ahead, they've got Melbourne away, Port Adelaide in a showdown. We know anything can happen. Gold Coast Suns, who have got better, Brisbane in Brisbane. So they, they just need a string, one or two. They only need to pick up one or two away wins and then win the rest at home or go close, and, and they play finals yep. footy. Yeah, it's a good call, Rock. I, the the Duday loss is a big one. We know that. But Murray's really stood up. I, he's been someone that's impressed me whenever he's stepped up to the plate. Yeah, he, he certainly has. I, I don't think it's going to rock them too much. We've seen him out of the team at certain parts, even last year and a little bit this year. He missed... One or two, but yeah, I don't think it's the be-all, end-all. I think they've got enough weapons in the front half. They've just got to do it on the road. And in the forward line of the Crows, have you seen a more, I suppose, destructive and more punishing Potent. forward half in this season so far at any other club? Yeah, Brisbane Lions certainly yeah, okay. are that. Yeah, Charlie Cameron. Well, you look at Brisbane's Charlie Cameron, Danaher, Hipwood, 
um, Fort, uh, McCarthy, Zach Bailey, Zorko. So there, Brisbane's probably the benchmark. Miss Brizzy, I reckon. Yeah, but so are the Crows. So are the Crows. I think think they're a little bit hit and miss. As we've said, they're really good at home. But but I'm not taking anything away. They've got weapons in that front half. Front half. And then we uh, we shift our, yep. our across the road from West Lakes mm. to Albert and Oval, and I mean, my goodness, <laughs> they're going sensationally, aren't they? There was question marks after round three. They sort of touched up the Brisbane Lions, which no one really expected, yep. and then had a couple of bad losses. The, the showdown was the one where it sort of thought, "Oh, what what's going to happen here?" But then, but then they've gone <laughs> ten on the trot. And, <laughs> and there's it's Kennable, and there is moments in seasons. We talk about moments in seasons. If that Sydney Swan yeah, shot after the siren goes through, mm. completely problem. different narrative, I think, for the for Port Adelaide. But they've won 10 on the bounce, and their defense is back. Watching them live mm. for a couple of weeks, their defense, their game is built off that, and, and their hunting impacts and their work rate, their midfield dynamic, it's as good as anyone in the competition. Ollie Wines doesn't have to be the bull inside anymore. You've got... The guys around him, Travis Boat, they don't have to rely on Ollie Wines and Travis Boat to win him games anymore, mm. which is a, a huge plus. You've got Zach Butters, Rosie standing up, Horn Francis, and then you talk about forward half potency as well. Toddy Marshall's taken another step, Charlie Dixon, Finlayson in that front half, um, Junior Rioli. So they've got different avenues. Sam Power Pepper, they're ticking, ticking a lot of boxes. And then the defense is really solid as well, O'Leary. I mean, if Tom Jonas, the captain, isn't forcing his way, isn't a walk upstart back into that team, yep. then you know that you, your team's really well balanced and well set. They've obviously got Cleary out of that team as well. Mm. Dill Williams is taking a step forward. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot, of, a lot of what Port Adelaide are doing, it's off the back of their defense. Just quickly, let, uh, before we wrap this up, Rock, their next four. So Essendon at the MCG, Gold Coast at home, Carlton at Marvel, and Collingwood at home. What do you think? What, what's the next four? Three out of four? Four out of four? Yeah, yeah. I think three out of four. I reckon they'll cough one of them up. I'm yep. not sure which one. They need to put in a big performance against Collingwood after Collingwood. what Collingwood did to them in round two. I reckon any time you go to the MCGs and away team is a big one for your, for your premiership credentials. I think the game against Essendon is a massive one for Port. Yeah, for sure. No, well done. Well said. Good stuff. 104.7 Adelaide's Triple M's and Dead Set Legends.